Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. my favorite song really yeah it always makes me cry i just think it's so special what a great way to start the new year pentatonics i like singing it too it's fun my mom really likes singing it too yeah yeah i mean we grew up in church choir so or not grew up in i went to church choir Grown. <laughs> we were cleaning nightclubs in the morning, so we never got to go to church when we were young. But when the club fell into uh, Chapter 11 and officially bankruptcy or whatever, and we lost that job, we started going to church. And we started singing in choir as a family, me, my dad, and my mom. So we love that. So clearly... I'm a so nonconformist no, and we... a rebel, like the Christmas movie. No, I think... Again, you know, I think now that it's, I call it radio roulette, but I think that when these songs come in, that I don't know, someone on the other side's saying, listen. Uh, don't make me start crying. Oh, honey. I didn't mean to make you cry. It's all right. I have no idea why that just got me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well. Because I'm going to let you go through this. I'm going to take you back to the carny business. <laughs> May I? 
Thanks for making me cry on New Year's. The first, the first thing I do on Heel Squad on New Year's Day is I, cry. I made you. Yeah. I did. Well. No. No one made you do anything, and like I said, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no one's trying to speak to you right now. Maybe it's just random quinky dinky. I've told the story before. My mom was so cute because when we started going to the church in Somerville, Massachusetts, I really wanted to just sing in choir. And the woman who, you know, ran the Sunday school, she's like, she has to go to Sunday school. And it was like this big fight. And my mom threw down for me. And I got to sing in church choir. There you go. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to tell you about my New Year's Eve. I had many pleasant ones in the carny business. <laughs> it was amazing. You'd start work at, let's say, six, five or six in the morning to get your spot in Faneuil Hall in Boston, the sausage stand, whatever we were peddling that year. And then we would generally work until about four or five in the morning the next day. And so you would freeze. 24 hours. Pretty much, yeah. And you would freeze. You think in Boston and, uh, on New Year's? It was just brutal. And I remember, I remember that we had to clean up the next day. But this was one of the nights that we, we thought Jimmy the Junk Man OD'd again. And they said, no, no, this time he's gone. I told you one time I opened the door mm -hmm. and the needle was in his arm and he just, with the eyes were open. Jimmy his the junk mouth. man worked with them. Jimmy the junk man, one of my associates. Yes, one of my, <laughs> my, my co-workers. And, uh, and anyway, I, I remember another time he went into the truck. Uh, he had to go into the truck to, to organize the money, which meant two things. One, steal the money and two, go get high again or do whatever he was going to do. And once again, Jimmy the Junk Man was out and Paramax came and took him and they said, yeah, no, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to, you know, bring him back. And maybe the next day, you know, he's not going to be able to do his cleanup and all the things were needed of him. <laughs> That's all you were worried about. I wasn't worried about any of it. My point is when my boss turned to me and just went, happy effing New Year. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'll give you one better for a happy effing New Year. Well, it's not like I had a New Year story for you, but I will well, say happy we F no, but technically I just, anyone in my world knows when I say happy effing New Year, they know what I'm referring mm -hmm. back to. So I think Jimmy the Junk Man lived. I know you want to know. He lived and I assumed on, that was the story. He went on to go and work and steal and get high off and 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 trouble everyone else's life for another ten years. The end. Okay. So, I didn't really have a New Year's story. Don't cry it. Why are you crying? Because Jimmy the Junk Man. Honey, shut up. <laughs> you made me cry. Honey, you guys, he really looked like he was crying, too. I got scared. Because um, he's in extreme back pain, too. So, I'm wondering, I'm like, oh, gosh, did the back Jimmy start the junk, going again? No, Jimmy Junk Man couldn't have left us soon enough. Just <laughs> So, okay. So, Happy New Year, Heel Squad. Happy, happy new year. Happy Monday. I hope you're not working today. Do people work on New Year's Day? If I don't feel like you if do. If you're in the service industry, yes. No, it's a national holiday. But if you're in the service industry, yeah, you're working. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, happy new year. Uh, and happy anniversary, honey. And on to you. So Kevin's mom texted me 
and was like, happy anniversary. And I go, thanks for reminding us. We're so bad. Honey, what's wrong with us that we don't even realize it's our anniversary? So we fight because we don't really know. Technically, we got married on New Year's Eve in New York, Times Square, with Steve Harvey officiating while I was hosting uh, Fox New Year's Eve with him. I believe, if I can remember correctly, we'll have to do a little research online, that we got married before the clock struck midnight. Yes, we did. Yes. So we got married before the clock struck midnight. So technically, you'd say we got married New Year's Eve. However, Steve wasn't officially ordained, I guess. And so afterwards, they had a judge come to the hotel. So we got married at the the Marriott Times Square in our suite at like 1.30 in the morning or something. So technically, our anniversary is New Year's Day today. So where are my flowers, yo? They're coming, I told you. Where are my presents, yo? They're coming. (laughs) I don't need them, honey. Thank you. It's okay. Um, so happy, happy anniversary. Anything else I can do, just please let me know. Yeah. I know I don't do enough. <laughs> just try every day. I can always, always try a little harder. You can always try harder. I always do better. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I hope you guys all had a beautiful New Year's Eve. I feel like it can be a little bit of a letdown because, you know, sometimes you don't have anywhere to go. Sometimes you're not invited anywhere. Sometimes you know, the circumstances are not really pleasant around New Year's. So I hope you made the most of it. I remember us having some really lonely ones throughout the years. And many a lonely Eve. Mm-hmm. Many a working Eve. They worked many, many of them. Yeah, me too. But. And so the year, the new year is upon us. It's 2024. And I, I know I got a lot of... Um, interesting feedback I posted on New Year's Eve, basically how, you know, after January 1st, you can start to get let down a little bit, right? You come in with all these hopes, these dreams, and we should dream big and we should hope big. But I think that one of the things that I was trying to get across with my post on Instagram is that just hold space for other things to happen that you don't want as well. So you're not surprised. I think that the way everything is built up, it's like everybody's Christmas has to be perfect and everyone's, you know, New Year's and, and it's just not the way it is. And we're going to have hardships and we're going to have difficult times. And so if we can just know that that's coming, what level of that, I don't know but then hold space for it so that you're not taken down by it because it's not supposed to be all sunshine and rainbows. It's not supposed to be all perfect and amazing. You know, I was, I I always use this roller coaster analogy. Like we go, we go on roller coasters for the high and the low, right? And the low actually, sometimes you're holding your breath and that's like the, we like the being scared part because we know what's coming is that high after, but you can't get that high without the low. So when I look back at last year and how much of a roller coaster it was, and I can say that about almost every year, we've always felt like we were riding a roller coaster. And then Yogi Cameron, who's been on the show many times, is like, you know, I don't get too excited and I don't get too sad. I just stay kind of neutral. 
And I, I really aspired to try to do that, but I don't think that's really fun. And I, it's not my personality. My personality isn't to be kind of numb. My personality is to be big and, and joyous and all of that, but I got to hold space for the opposite to happen. So I think that when you're thinking about this year, and if you haven't yet, sit down, make a little dream board. I have mine right, right here. I'm starting to, you know, put it together, write it all down. It's funny. Uh, Myrna was over our friend and she was saying that in the Bible, Joel says to write your visions and your dreams down. Hmm. <clears throat> and cause she was telling me how she goes to church and she lays out what she wants for the year. I said, well, do you ever write it down? She said, no. I go, well, how do you look back and remember? I love my vision boards because I can look back and be like, holy shit, that happened? I would have never thought that was going to happen. That was kind of like a pipe dream. So she's going to start writing it down too. So put all your dreams and make them big. And you know, yes, you want some realistic ones in there too. Put it all down. And then I always say, be a good person, <laughs> make good choices. <laughs> um, and work hard and then leave the rest to God, right? That's how I've lived my life because I know God's taking me where I'm supposed to go. And that's why I know when all the bad things that happen, happen, God's leading me to a place that I'm supposed to go. And I don't like all of these places. Yes, some of them are great. The Super Bowl was super fun. <laughs> being on a boat in Greece was super fun, but being in a hospital with massive abdominal surgery or brain surgery, not so fun but they all led me here. So, you know, we were kind of chit-chatting this morning about how, you know, you'll see all these posts every, every time around this year, like, Oh my God, I made everything happen. And I so believe in myself and all this stuff. And Kevin's like, I can't take it. And I'm like, I don't want to be judgmental about it. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's, um, I feel like sometimes, especially with social media, people are just putting out what they think everybody wants to hear. And like some of it doesn't have that real depth in there. And so, you know, I just, <clears throat> that's the, you know, the dark side of me, my judgmentalist side, but I, I don't know. I just see some people put the posts out and they're just so bragging. I knew I was, I always believed in myself and I was going to be there, but, but uh, on the one hand, the ones I guess that seem like they're bragging, I, I, it's I don't know. I feel like it's I think you're just yourself. feeling it. I but think you're feeling something, and you gotta listen to that. But feeling. at the same time, you know, I I I um I get where someone who's really overcome and achieved a lot, maybe they don't have anyone to tell it to, or no one in their life that sees it, mm -hmm. so they have to kind of say it, and maybe by saying it, they're gonna manifest more of it. I don't know. I'm trying not to engage in my, like I said, my darker side, but my darker side. Uh-oh, diabetes time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I should, like I said, it's probably not the best side of me to, to judge it. But when I see those kind of braggadocious posts, I go, eh, eh. Well, uh, I, I do the Larry important. David. Eh. I think it's important to believe in yourself for sure. Yeah. And it if it's all genuine, it's, it's, you know, I just think that I see a lot of it where all the, everyone's a guru now, everyone's a this, everyone's a that. And they're like, you know, they don't. A guru. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, sometimes I just, I, I know if I feel that kind of icky feeling, it's for a reason. So, um, yeah, I just say, listen, we're going to do our best 
in this thing called life. I was drying my hair this morning. And as I was drying my hair, which by the way, I used my way leave-in conditioner. Kev, remember I got you that stuff? You probably don't even know this because you're never here. I'm just doing these chats with you now. But mm-hmm. Way <clears throat> is that hair brand that when you were saying I need something for my hair, I found it at Sephora and I brought it home to you. Remember, it was the leave-in conditioner. Mm, it's like a creamy white in that white and yeah, that I clear bottle. Uh, yeah. And then there's another one that's a hair oil. Anyway, and you, I bought them for you. And then little by little, I snuck into your cabinets and started using them. So now they're a sponsor on the show. Oh, So funny enough. Um, And so this morning as I was drying my hair, I wasn't going to say anything about that, but I did use my way um, leave-in conditioner. And I've been noticing when I use my blow dryer brush, if I put a little of it in the ends before I dry it, it really, really makes a difference in my hair. So shout out to way for that. Oh my God. Oh no. Here comes a pin. I was starting something. Okay, well, I'm just saying I I can put the pin back in the pin cushion, but we do need to take a break. Okay, let's take a break. We come back. I'm going to tell you what I was thinking about when I was blow drying my hair. And then I put a pin in it. And then he put a pin in it. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. 
I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Waze new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Waze seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. been trying to do it right I've been living a lonely life I've been sleeping here instead I've been sleeping in my bed sleeping in my bed So show me family on the planet I will be I love this one I don't know where I went wrong, but I can write a song. I belong you belong with me, my sweet. It's my anniversary gift. Ah. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Happy anniversary. Thank you, boo. Okay, so I'm blow drying my hair. <laughs> Let me take the pin out. Take the pin out. Well, now the song has totally, like, confused my brain. I put the pin back in. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> you blow drying your hair? No, it's blow drying my hair, and I just was thinking about a lot of things. Like, you know, like, the last two days, I've been really taking stock of what makes me nuts. It was an exercise that I started years ago, and usually it was when I was heading to Mexico, somewhere around December 28th. I always had just, like, three or four days where I could just get away not always. It was like three years in a row. Alyssa, my best friend, and I would go. And on the plane ride there, I would write a list of all the things that make me nuts, that just throw me off kilter, mess, mess me up. And then I would come up with solutions to all of them on the plane. And so I've been doing it mentally the last couple of days and thinking of like, okay, I'm going to make packages go over here because when they go into my office, my office gets all muddied and just a mess and depressing. And then I don't want to go in there and work. And, and I just feel like I'm a nomad. I just keep running around this house and like, I just see, okay, this is out of place or that's a mess or I got to fix that or dog poop or whatever. And I'm like, I got to get shit done in 2024. So I'm like, how do I set myself up for success? And so I was thinking about all those things. Well, the last couple of days and I'm getting my hair done or I'm doing my hair. And I started thinking about like fear and how much of it creeps into my head and how I'm like, Oh gosh, like I'll, I'll just start to spiral and I'll think, Oh my gosh, we're spending too much or Oh my gosh, we're doing too much. Oh my gosh, whatever. And then I said, Hey, 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 yo, <laughs> you almost died last year. Hey, Hey. That's why I married a guinea. <laughs> He'll handle everything. Yeah. And I, and I say to myself, I'm like, 
what did I learn from that? I learned that nothing matters. And all the things that we stress about are only killing us and hurting us. And there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, we can do something about that, but I'm saying the things that we're fearing, right? There's nothing we can really do to be worrying about, well, is this person going to do this? Is that going to happen here? Whatever. Just my new word for the year, just flow. Just flow, friends, and know that all the worrying, first of all, they say that the pancreas is worry, <laughs> that that's where worry is stored. And then you wonder Doesn't why I've had pancreas issues. Yeah. Um, and so I really want you to You and Donna remember. Reed from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, and I love her. Mm-hmm. And you know... Put a pin in what I was saying. Let's put a pin in that. <laughs> Is this true? That's like your really nice way of interrupting me to say something else. I like it. Just put a pin in it. Well, <laughs> now for all the people that we've gone to meet with who've put a pin in my ideas. Okay. Let's yeah. put a pin in that. And okay. a year later, oh, suddenly they're doing the idea. Oh, oh okay. okay. Thanks for putting a pin in it. I guess you took the pin out when I left the meeting. Yes. I digress. Okay, <clears> go ahead. I think your fans will actually enjoy this. Now, fans of It's Wonderful Life. Little holiday trivia. It's still the holidays, people. We have till January 6th. Okay. Just making it clear with the advent calendar. FYI, I took all the decorations down the day after Christmas. Yeah. It was the first time I was like, get it all out. And by the way, I was overly cluttered with decorations. And I was like, really, for the first time, like, oh my gosh, I, I can't do this again next year. So anyway, <clears> carry on. <throat> you might divorce me over this, I know. Where was the... Where, where, where are you talking... The, the banisters, the, the tables, the When they lit the up, decor. it was nice. And then, by the way, we have all the snow globes, our original snow globes from when we first were dating, like the yeah. Rudolph ones and stuff. They're all just sitting in the cabinets underneath. Like, we have okay. so much shit. I just want to get rid of everything. Well, okay. Uh, everything yeah. must go sale. I want to declutter again. Does anybody feel me? Wherever you are listening to this, do you feel cluttered? I do. Maria, I feel like all I do is years, try to declutter. 20 years later, <laughs> I just after <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you know, the, what this family has put me through, <laughs> put my body through. Right now, you know, I have a crushed disc in my back. I wonder why. The things that I lifted out of that house in Connecticut, mm-hmm. ungodly, alone, because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Kevin's dehoarded us for years, 27 no, and then years. They, and then I get shamed for it. That's the best. After, after <laughs> yeah. then, everyone's living in paradise in these like nice, new, organized houses. And then I get crowned. Oh, don't put that near Kevin. He'll throw it away. Yep. Ha 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 ha. Yep. And now finally, yeah. And 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 here's the thing. This is the first year I haven't done any decluttering. And I know I need to, but I haven't had time. No, I guys yesterday cleaned Athena's room and I, you know, because we had like a changing table on the first floor in the kitchen. And we had some clothes in there. And then I had our clothes upstairs. And it was just a mess and a shit show. And you know first six months we've got a lot going on so there were gifts that were like i don't know what to do with this or this doesn't fit or whatever i organized everything and now i just go into her closet and i just feel like heaven i feel so happy so there's a few more areas that i need to tackle in this house but i'm just sitting here wondering like is it ever going to end am i always going to be in construction we are always in construction here and are we always going to be in cleanup mode and declutter mode because that just doesn't seem fun rebuttal yes well 
I think being a little negative. I, I think that we're always trying to improve. So yeah, there's always going to be construction and different things going on. I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I do think it can be intrusive. It has been, but we're about to wrap that part of it up, at least for this house. Turn the corner. Connor. The other thing is, um, because of who you are and your status, we have, we're blessed. A lot of things get sent here. So there is going to be a lot of that. What we have to get better at is giving stuff away to charity, donating it, which I I know is a lot of work. I I know, but but there's a way to do it. We've had no system. And again, this is... I've yeah. not Can we rally all the California Hill squatters and maybe like once a month you, you guys meet us and we just let everyone go through the baskets of stuff. Like just have a party. I team. feel guilty. We have like furniture. We have so much stuff. Anyway, no. I digress. But We're very blessed and I think that, you know, Laura LaGrasso, your original producer, taught me this about giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. Just, you know, bless it. Thank it for whatever it brought you in your life and and allow it to go now to be enjoyed by someone else. And even if that means there's so much stuff, you know, I could sell Maria. And I'm like, I don't have time. That will cost me money to have to sell it and deal with all that stuff. I like bless it and give it. Yeah, That'll free a lot of us, I think, who are listening. I think it'll free a lot of us up because a lot of us become hoarders because we feel guilty that we spent so much money on something. I have furniture, guys, that we bought when we first moved into this house 18 years ago, and I spent a pretty penny on it because I didn't have time. So when they came and decorated it for this photo shoot, I said, okay, I'll buy everything. And they're like, what? I'm like, "Just, just buy it all. Every room is decorated now. I'm done. I don't have time. But I look at like how much we spent, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't do that, especially from where I come from. I can't just get rid of that. But... It goes, Kevin's been getting rid of stuff sneakily behind my back. Quietly, every time you go away. And (laughs) I don't notice it gone, and I'm grateful because the headache is off my plate. I can't detach sometimes. Let's talk talk about all, should we tell them about all the bills that we spent on storage? That I said, do not store this stuff. I said, Maria, it's just going to cost us, you're going to be able to buy all new stuff. But I see people do this all the time too with the storage units, the storage bins. Don't do it, guys. They spend all the money on storage. For what? You end up spending more money in storage than what the things cost. You could have brand new stuff again for the amount of money. No, I put the boots to that. You know I did. I shut that down. After three years? No. (laughs) After we spent a ton (laughs) of money. And I'm in. By the way, it's my time too of all like the packing it and the this. And the that and the you know and it's I know, honey, I get it. I'm sorry, I'm a slow learner. Oh my god! I just I want it all out. I want to be no, done. And, and I tell you, like right now, this is the first <laughs> new year. I I I feel my Lyme disease is kicking back up. I had a really big week, but I haven't stopped working. I'm exhausted. I'm hunched over because my back now went out on me again. And I, I agree. I wanna, I wanna go and get rid of all that stuff too. But I, I for once, I'm, you're like when? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> but but that's why. Like when I had the time, I was like, please let me. Nope. I was like, let me, let me finish the kitchen. No, let me close in the back areas. No. Well, who told you to listen to me? <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome to be Greek. <laughs> it's so great because in Catholic programming, you're so you just you. We're programmed to be so guilty. Of, we're just guilty for being born. Original sin. Sorry. But that's why I don't... Yeah, let's keep the Greek with Athena. Athena's going to be Greek. It's got to be Greek. Um, Sorry to so, all us Catholics out there. I empathize with all of us. And, okay, we by the way, a whole tangent. Somebody, I, I will say this about the Catholics. 
Somebody's got to dump the bedpans. That's what we do. Yes. Somebody's got to clean up the world's mess. That's what the Catholics do. Okay. Where was I before we went down that well, rabbit hole? I was gonna bring. I was gonna just share a little Hollywood trivia. It's part of our Monday segment Hollywood that we trivia. have. I was I was going somewhere about fear, and then I put a pin in it. Because yeah, but I don't want the pin the, anymore. Uh, yeah, I want to finish my thought. Okay, I think a lot of fans are gonna want to know this inside information. No one talks about for it's a wonderful life. Oh, that relates to the pancreas. Okay, go ahead. I think. So. Well, that means you're bringing it back around. That's I'm good. bringing it back around, baby doll. Sweet Listen, cheeks. I don't want to fight you, honey. <laughs> it's our anniversary. I don't want to fight. <laughs> All right, good. Okay. Now, I want you to explore this. I think okay. this is really going to resonate. There's many, many lessons in It's a Wonderful Life. Not just the movie itself, but the fact that even in the production, it wasn't meant to be a Christmas movie. It was a total fail. Mm -hmm. it, it pretty much bankrupted uh, the producer and then, you know, Jimmy Stewart it was supposed to be his big comeback movie after the war, and it failed, so it was a black eye for him. Uh, Don Reed never became a movie star after that. But what I didn't know is Jimmy Stewart, you know, obviously America's nice guy, mm. and he was, but he and, and Capra blamed Donna Reed for the movie not being successful. Mm -hmm. I remember you told me and that. And can you think of anyone better than Donna Reed in that role? No. Do you no, think she that was that perfect? And do you think that that is the same movie without her? No. Just like it isn't without him. No. And I don't think it's a coincidence that you know she died relatively young, you know, and and she knew. And by the way, after when all the adulation came in, and they they said, "Oh, no one would be better than her," and she I guess leaned over to her assistant at the time and said, "Yeah, if only you know mm -hmm. you felt like that back then." Um, and they really, they really kind of put her through the ringer a little bit. It's so, so interesting. You're mentioning Donna Reed with the pancreas cancer. Yeah. Um, I just remembered Mary Tyler Moore had type one diabetes and a brain tumor. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. Kelsey is so great at making sure she responds to all of you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as 10 dollars a month. 
So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Anyhow, I think when you think about your your kind of budget for emotions, we are going to have our full range, and I think that's important. We allow all of that. We allow the sadness, the whatever, all of it. But like the fear budget, I think we should really try to work on because I think it's it's useful in some ways. Like if you feel someone's getting too close, oh, and P.S., Kevin just taught me this from another woman. So if someone is coming close to you and you feel uncomfortable and you're, you're afraid for your safety, but you get guilty that you don't want them to think badly of you, like we all have these things that run through our heads. Just say, do not come any further. I don't know you. I don't feel comfortable with you. Yeah, that's all. And I, or I'm feeling very uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, I love that. It's like such a great weapon to have when you don't have a weapon. <laughs> um, and so anyhow, and then it gives you a little buffer if you have to run, if this person's like, screw it, I'm coming, you know? But so fear works in those moments. Um, but I know for me, there's a lot of irrational fear I think of, you know, crazy things happening and, um, and I think my body's just been used to fight or flight because my dad almost died on the regular growing up and we always had to be afraid if he was going to live or die that day. And so it's, it's in me, I'm deprogramming and Dr. Dispenza, I really hit a great clip where all of that was cleaned out of my brain, but it is, it is etched in there. And so I fell backwards back into it. And now I'm meditating every day again to the best of my ability um, and trying to get to a great place with it. And I'm becoming more aware because the morning meditation, he asks you to focus on the things that you're, you know, what you're wanting and then what do you no longer want to be? And so I don't, I focus every day. I don't, I no longer want to stress about time. I said, I don't want to stress about time. Time is what I'm making it. I don't know why I put so many restrictions on it and fears and worries and all of that. And so I think I've been really better about time and not stressing because I'm aware. And that's why I love being present. That's why I love meditation. Um, one of the other things I have added is to not order you around, honey. <laughs> I think I've been better about it. I'm trying. And then, um, I just think I'm too much your first go-to. Well, cause you're great. But I'll say that you'll, Maria, you'll do anything. I have staff, I have people around me that can handle these other tasks. But I want you. Okay. Sorry, but you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and so anyhow, I think one of the other things that meditation does for me, and if you're hearing this and meditation is like the turnoff word, I get it. Dr. Dispenza is different because you're not in black space and no sound, like you are actually hearing him guide you through what you have to do. So I think that that's why it's so helpful. And there's so much science behind it. So anybody who isn't a meditator per se can get behind the science that he, um, he has. So I really love how it's making me focus on what I want rather than what I don't want. So when these bad thoughts do come in, 
I'll shoo them away and be like, no, not my story, not my story. Or I don't want that. Like I had a nightmare about Athena the other night. And, and you know, when I say nightmare in Athena, what that ending is, but imagine it was like the worst possible way that ending could happen. Like it was just horrible. And I woke up and I was like, my heart was pounding out of my chest and I felt so scared. And I was like, oh gosh, what if this is a sign? And what if I'm supposed to be paying attention to her in the crib right now or whatever? I was like, all these things that I was like, not my story, not her story, not our story. And then I said a little prayer and I went back to bed. And these are the things that we need to start to implement to calm those voices, calm those thoughts, calm those fears, whatever it is, whether that's not my story, which was one of the tools I used when I was first meditating with Dr. Joe, I was catching all the bad thoughts and I'd be like, not my story. Nope, not our story. Nope, not happening. Nope, I don't want that. Nope, that's not happening. And I just kept almost like zapping myself when those things would come in. And then eventually they stopped and it was so cool. So as we're looking at this new year, um, if fear is something you're grappling with or you grapple with. I think most of your audience is. Yeah, it's we're always afraid the other shoe's going to drop or we're going to lose our job or we're not going to have money or whatever it is. And I think that if we just stick to everything's happening the way it's supposed to happen, we're exactly where we're supposed to be. And not in the fruity way that people we were talking about at the top of the show are saying, like, I really do mean this. I've seen with experience and I've had lots of traumas in life. I've seen with experience that it all led to something, something better. Now, are there some things that just, I can't, you know, my mom not being here isn't better, but did she lead me to something better? Yes. And it's also life. And then there's, it's just it's life. life. You know, you're, you're always going to have obstacles in life. But like I always say, you want it and your mom wanted it where she was the first to go. So that's going to happen. It happened sooner than we wanted, mm-hmm. but it's going to happen. There's yeah. nothing, no way around that. And you want that rather than the reverse. And your mom wouldn't have wanted the reverse, which is you going. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So I think if we can just know the roller coaster of life is fun and exciting and thrilling. But like sometimes we throw up. (laughs) Sometimes it's terrifying, right? The top of 2023, it was terrifying. I was looking back at videos of video diaries and I'll... You want to talk about a roller coaster year. Yeah, I'll get back to... I'll, I'll, I'll post some of those videos at some point in the next few weeks because I was in real time grappling with oh, we don't know what this is, but it's not good. And oh, oh, uh, yeah, this is stage two. Oh my God, what, am I going to be here for my daughter? Like, I, I get it. Um, that was the roller coaster on the bad side, but then look at what happened. Yeah. And you got to think like, and we've seen it too. Every time something bad happens, usually something good comes. Always. I told you, Ida Kendall is, always tells me sometimes she's trained her brain that when something bad really happens, she's, she'll be like, oh, I wonder what amazing thing's going to come out of this. Yeah. So it always does. So, but sometimes we're not present enough to see it or we're not aware that that's kind of even a thing. But Kevin and I are really tuned in now after so much stuff 
where we're like, oh, okay, something good's going to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or when something good happens, we kind of look at each other, we're like, oh boy. No, no, <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 I'll be good, I'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I'll pray, I'll be Please. like, God, no more growth for now. Can I, can we just stop the growth? Because I know growth comes with pain. Like, I think we're good for a while. Like, let's just, you know, keep it on chill mode. So just, it, it's, it's back to what I was saying towards the end of the year too, is like perspective. Everything is perspective and we have to become comfortable with the uncomfortable. By the way, this is all the stuff that I was thinking about while I was blow drying my hair with my white leave-in hair conditioner. What? Um, it's, it's really getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. It's getting comfortable with uncertainty. Tony Robbins will say your life, the quality of your life is totally reliant and dependable on the amount of uncertainty you can handle. So the quality of your life is a direct line to how much uncertainty you can handle. And life is uncertain. We don't know what's around the corner. That's why we always say, hug the person you love, tell the person you love, you love them, make the most out of every day. And and just know we don't know what's what's written in the cards for us. But while we're here, let's make it great. Let's do the best that we can. Let's help each other. Let's be kind. Let's contribute, whatever it is. Um, so that's my spiel for this this New Year's Day. And I think Day. having less and being more organized yeah. actually helps you with, no, it really helps you with the uncertainty. Yes. You can ride out the uncertainty. You know, one of the reasons I'm able to is for that reason when I'm at my best, my backup protocols, all my other things, my workarounds. But yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Thank you, honey. For sure. Well, I don't know, honey, I guess. I guess that's it, friends. I guess that's it. It's New Year's Day. That's it now. The we fun have... ends until what? Till opening day, maybe? Honey. It's like a tease for no, St. Patty's is, Day. This is the what? time for us to to do our things, like plant the seeds so that in the summer you can have some fun, and and then we'd be doing this all over again in the fall. But before we go, we have Riz on this week. So tomorrow you'll have um, two episodes starting tomorrow with Riz Mirza, who is a channeler, and we talk about 2024. So I hope you enjoy those episodes with him and Are you sure it's this week it's uh yeah. okay and yeah. then we also have the astrologer come up a lot of new good new year's content yeah and i think friends um we have a lot of ideas for the show in 2024 we're really really excited for all the things that we're gonna do and i'm really gonna take everything up a notch i'm gonna try to get this heel event my first heel event planned for this year so that we can all be together and and learn from from people in person and have a whole little retreat. So I'm working on that. I'm working on a couple of other things. But really I want to I want to take this show to the next level and I'm really excited about our new team and I think that with them on board I'll be able to really give this show what I want to give it. I want to say thank you to the Yale Squad Maria for sticking with us. Because they have been with us through some... Thick and thin. Well, there are ride the, or dies. In the words of Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. What? Hard times. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've, For sure. They've stuck with us. Well, think about how many times you all stayed with us when Maria wasn't hosting, when I mm-hmm. had a host with Kelsey. 
all those shows when mom was was passing on. So many things. And then this year, the reason we had to switch things up, honestly, was because of the pancreatic tumor that had to be removed that we couldn't even talk about. Along with a few other organs. Go ahead. Right, yeah. <laughs> or a few other things. And then, then the baby. And, you know, so thank you for, you know, for our audience for staying with us during that whole time. Yeah. You know, we've really been spread thin on our end because of it, but you you all stayed with us and, and I, we're very grateful. And, um, yeah, I think that there's a lot more fun we can have in the new year and, you know, we're better together and you guys are our ride or dies and wherever you are listening to this, I'm giving you guys all big, big hugs and so much love. And I wish you guys the happiest, healthiest, most prosperous 2024. And when shit hits the fan, we'll be here. (laughs) Always. As long as I'm breathing. So what, what about your signature outro? Be nice people, make good choices and be present. These are the ride or dies. You know this song? No. Oh, Ride Captain Ride, yeah. Come to another shore with us. See? We can laugh our life away and be free once more. So, can we get back to having fun on this show? Enough with these witch doctors. What? 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 Nothing. Honey, that's so inappropriate and rude. (laughs) Honey. Witch doctors? No, I'm I'm, you know, it was just a saying. I don't think the Heel Squad's appreciating this. Well, I think I think the polka community is excited for the Tuesday polka show. Oh my god. You and Angie. I think my That's just it. Just you and Angie are excited. Melissa was in too. (laughs) Okay. And I think my Hollywood chat segments are going really well. Think, you're right. Last week we went into what, what, what people were doing for the holidays, celebrities. This week, I gave you a little classic Hollywood. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, 27 <laughs> years in, he's still making me laugh. <laughs> Love you. On your way to a world that others might have missed as Maria leaves studio. All right. Don't abuse her. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.